0: We we got started in January. We didn't really really get going until like February March.
1: Yep. So and it was about
0: three, 3 million on 3 quarters of a year, right? Yep.
1: And what do you think you'll break this year?
0: Uh, well, we'll do north of 14 this year.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. Hello everyone, my guest today is Chris Heineken. He's the CEO of Atrium, leading a world-class team and empowering companies to embrace the next generation of tech through the power of AI. Chris, you ready to take us to the top?
0: I'm ready to go, Nathan, nice All right. to be
1: here. Thank you, yeah, you describe this as consulting service companies for AI, sorry, consulting services companies for AI. What does that mean?
0: Uh, what we do is we help companies kind of define what they can do with artificial intelligence. Uh, we help them create a vision for the possibilities. And then we help them implement that
1: vision. Mm-hmm. So are you a consulting company or a SaaS company?
0: We're a consulting company. We work with several uh SaaS companies as enablers. So one of our biggest partners is uh Salesforce.com, among others. And so we're very familiar with the uh the SaaS community.
1: Mm-hmm. So how are you typically? I mean, give me a general sense. I'm sure you work with a lot of different customers, but on average, what are companies paying you per month or per year to use your consulting services?
0: Uh, It really ranges. Like What what they typically are looking to do is um, take some of the infrastructure they've already invested in and make it smarter, make it more intelligent. And so we do quite a bit around helping companies with analytics and getting predictive algorithms built within their business. And so typically they're coming to us and wanting to improve things like lead conversion, um, customer churn, um, employee productivity, those types of things with machine learning and AI and weave that into the investments they've already made in cloud infrastructure like a salesforce.com. So the, the level of engagement that we have with them can span, you know, $100,000, $200,000 uh, on up from there, depending upon how robust they want to build artificial intelligence into their infrastructure.
1: And are these typically one time or is that $100,000 like for a year? It's like, a, you know, a retainer. They want you always live.
0: Um, The the interesting thing about what we do is we do a lot of decision support outsourcing. So some companies we're working with have, for example, data science teams that can build and maintain the algorithms once we get them going. Many of our customers don't have that. And often they will work with us uh, to help support, do the care and feeding of the the work that we're implementing. So it, it actually we see both scenarios.
1: And how many of these customers are you serving now today?
0: We have just north of 30 customers today. So we've been in business for 18 months. We got going in early 2018, and it's been a fantastic ride uh, for the last 18 months. And uh, it's a really interesting, kind of captivating space. It's you know kind of a little bit wild west pioneering days, and that's what it kind of feels like. Uh, when we're working with our customers,
1: many of the largest SaaS companies today start off as agencies, like what's your building. And then they realize, oh my gosh, we're, we're solving the same problem for every customer. You then build some code around it. And before you know it, you spin that out as your own SaaS product. Are you seeing that pattern internally with the stuff you're working on AI today?
0: We definitely see a lot of patterns, um, and industry patterns, if you will, we work with, for example, some universities, uh, for-profit, not-for-profit, and some of the, the challenges they're looking to solve for, whether it's uh, enrollment and improving their enrollment or improving their student attrition, those are all interesting problems that many different universities are going after, and they share a lot of the same features and data sets. So we haven't gotten into a place where we've started to build out. Um, Product, And nor do I think we're going to go to that place just because I think being a consulting business and a services provider has a, it's just a very different DNA than a product company. So we'll certainly dabble with helping companies with reusable assets, um, assets that will help with accelerating projects, but we don't plan to get into uh, the product space. Uh, That's something that we would leave to some of the other larger partners that are out there in the SaaS community.
1: Yeah. And what's your team size today? How many people? We
0: are at 85 today, hope to be 100 by the end of this calendar year.
1: Okay, Many would argue over 18 months going from nothing to 85 employees is like just, I mean, it's a full time job just finding that much talent and hiring them, much less actually running the agency. How have you scaled so quickly?
0: Um, So this is our third or fourth incarnation as a team. We've been very fortunate that the crew that we're working with has been in the consulting world for a long time in this in the space that we're in. And now we're kind of weaving together some of the new paradigms with artificial intelligence and machine learning and applying that to what we've known in the past. So in some respects, we've had a 20 year head start. Um, our network is really strong. So we have an ability to uh, you know, have continuity with our team. And we've also benefited tremendously from being in a very hot space. Um, you know, there's a lot of buzz about what we what we're doing in artificial intelligence, but there are very few companies that are really helping large Fortune 1000 companies kind of figure out what's real. Uh, and there's a lot of hype. And I think where we kind of accelerate is helping bring that to um, to concrete terms for companies and what they can invest in. And we've been very fortunate that we've had some great customers join us over the last year and a half that have helped us uh, build the business and in such a way where, you know, we've done it completely organically. So Chris, you have you, you've bootstrapped we bootstrapped it to begin with. Uh, we did some initial seed money from our founders. Um, and since then we've actually been profitable really every month since we've been going. So how much have you raised total? We raised 800,000 to begin with among our founders. You're one of the founders,
1: right? Yes. Yeah. How many of of you are there?
0: There are four of us in
1: total. Four. Okay. Got it. Very good. Now, if you go back, I always like to ask this with an agency first year revenue. Do you remember what you guys broke last year?
0: Well, so, uh, last year we did about 3 million.
1: Okay. I mean, I would say, and you're only in business for eight or nine months, right?
0: Yeah, We we got started in January. We didn't really, really get going until like February, March.
1: Yep. So and it was
0: about 3, 3 million on three quarters of a year. Right. Yep.
1: And what do you think you'll break this year?
0: Uh, we'll we'll do north of 14 this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's again, really incredible growth. Now, can you keep going back to these same customers over and over and selling them new stuff? Or do you have to go, you know, sell, you know, a million dollars worth of new product every single month?
0: Um, if
1: we do it right, we're going to be going back to these customers for a long time. And historically,
0: the agency, you, you talk about us as an agency, it's interesting. A lot of the like uh, digital agencies, the thing that's great about them is they have a lot of repeat business, repeat customers. You get into our space, which is more like technology systems integration. Uh, a lot of the project-based companies really struggle with having long-term customer relationships. They tend to have, you know, it's it's on and off a lot of nomadic existence. And uh, from our perspective, our key for are we doing this right is how long of a customer relationship are we having? And that's why it's so critical for us. You asked that question about, you know, how much recurring work are we doing? And do we um, have any kind of product? The key for us is being able to help companies uh, do the care and feeding on the work that we're doing long-term. So the predictive models, the analytics, so that we're around for multiple years. That's, that's really going to be kind of, I think, the, the single biggest inflection point for us as far as whether we can figure that out or
1: not. Yeah, you're seeing a trend today where private equity firms are coming in and doing a big secondary round into into agencies once they hit 20, 30 million kind of in in annual revenues. Uh, you're not quite there yet, but you might there be there soon, right? If someone came in and offered you guys, you know, the early founders, early employees, you're like, call it $20 million in a secondary in exchange for, you name it, X percent of the company, um, that would obviously get you guys early liquidity. Would you look at a deal like that or no? That's
0: not in our vision right now. I mean, we our, our point of view is we're in for a really long haul. Um, we like uh, we want to be in in a space where we can control our own destiny. If we certain if we feel like there's an area where we can point the investment to something that's going to dramatically accelerate us, either through IP service offering, geography, we'll certainly look at it. But for now, you know, we're running at roughly twenty percent operating margins.
1: We do not, we don't need to raise money to fund our accounts receivable. What does that mean, by the way? Is that, is that so you, you have 20% gross, gross kind of, kind of EBITDA margin or net or gross margin? Uh,
0: we, we're running between 40 to 50% gross margins and 20% okay. operating margins.
1: Yeah, so. that's good. So call it, you know, a million bucks a month almost. If you're going to break 14 this year, you're talking 200 grand ish to the bank each month net.
0: Roughly, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah.
1: Where and so, where do you reinvest that? Do you just put it into again more headcount, sell more human hours?
0: Um, it's it's a combo of uh, building out areas with recruiting. So we've got three different uh, solution centers of gravity, as I'd refer to them. So we've decided, as you mentioned at the top, we've got operations in Bozeman, Montana. Um, we're looking to pick up infrastructure and office space in Indianapolis. And we have a team in Jaipur, India that is critical to our uh, delivery capability. So building out those areas as well as just uh, creating a presence and a set of mindshare for us in the market. Uh, So we decided very early on to partner very heavy with Salesforce. Some of that's based on the fact that they have a tremendous ecosystem and a great market reach. Um, as we start to, and a lot of our deal flow comes through that relationship, as we start to deliver on our vision of helping companies do business transformation with AI, that's going to mean that we work with other companies just outside of Salesforce, but other best of, be, best of breed providers. And so getting the mindshare in the market is another area where we we place investment.
1: Yeah, interesting. All right, Chris, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book.
0: Oh boy, that's a good one. I, Recency. I'll give you start with why. Um, I think an entrepreneur, when you're starting to get going, you really need to to gut gut check yourself as far as why are you doing this
1: and that you're in it for the long haul. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I got a fascination with Elon Musk. I think uh,
0: it's tremendous what he's doing in the space.
1: Yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company?
0: Google. Uh, We do a ton with Google, whether it's, you know, conferencing, sharing docs, instant message, email. They're an amazing provider for a startup company.
1: Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
0: Um, I'm I'm good for six to seven and I need every one of those.
1: What's your situation? You married, single kids?
0: Um, I'm married. I have three daughters. I have a 17 year old, 13
1: year old and an 11 year old to keep me busy. Woo. All right. And how old are you? I'm 45. Just turned 45 two days ago. Congratulations. That's exciting. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
0: Uh, Enjoy the ride. This is the third time I've gone through uh, kind of a startup incarnation. And for entrepreneurs, it's very easy to be always looking at what's next. Take like 30 seconds and think about and enjoy the ride that you're on.
1: Guys, Chris, building Atrium. They do consulting specifically in the AI space. They have over 30 customers. will break $14 million in revenue this year, up from $3 million in 2018. Their team is about 85 folks right now as they look to continue to scale. He says he is not looking at getting into the product space for AI. If I was a betting man, I'd say they're probably going to end up sitting on a billion dollar AI idea over the next couple of years. We'll see what happens, Chris. In the meantime, thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Great meeting you, Nathan. Thank you for having me.